as you get older, things don't work as well, okay? I mean, you don't run as fast. You don't think as fast. There was a, um, a comedian named uh, Jack Benny, quintessential Jewish, uh, yeah, comedian. Anybody ever asked him how old he was? He always told me he was 39. I never realized the significance of 39. And then I realized when I was 40 that you just can't think of yourself the same as when you were 39. You just, it's just like, you know, don't kid yourself, man. You're just, you're 40 now. I mean, you know, you can't be doing this kid shit anymore. You got to, you know, start taking care of yourself. Welcome to Almost 40s, the podcast where we use our best radio voices to take you on a revealing, comic, idiotic, depressing, and hopefully inspiring journey inside the questions, the thoughts, the fears, the hopes, the ideas of adults walking into their fifth decade of life. A decade where you start to own or be owned by or own up to those two big digits, four and oh. One foot in the grave. This is episode two. The Body's Betrayal. Ooh, it sounds sexy and spicy. Shut up. This is serious, Julian. You're right. You're right. And that's why today we're going to try to take a stab at understanding why our bodies seem to fall apart or begin to as we near our 40s. I'm Rosario Menino. And I'm Julian Jordan. Welcome to Almost 40s. You all know the signs. Your body's been cheating you, creeping on you, shifting things up on you. It seems like overnight, you actually do have to, quote unquote, lift with your legs. You can't go for a run after accidentally getting drunk. You can't have cheesy fries. The bathroom takes on new importance. Things start sagging. To us, it felt like a crime. The ultimate betrayal. So we decided to investigate it like the unsolved mystery that it was. We pieced together the stories of several victims, talked to our favorite straight-talking expert, Doc, and created a pretty impressive spider web of red yarn. We came to the sad realization, though, that this crime, it was inevitable. The victims, powerless. That was except on one key dimension. How much they were willing to accept and adapt to their new reality often with a healthy dose of humor. Let's start and you'll see what I mean. The day was April 25th. Time, 8.17 a.m. I just finished my banana kale smoothie with an extra dose of Metamucil. You know how it is. Rosario was on her third cup of single-origin pour-over coffee. We stared at the spider web of names and faces on the board, connected by red yarn I had just bought from Walmart. Perplexed. Trying to make sense of the pattern of crimes. Victims. All around their forties. All stricken by the sudden physical changes without clear culprits. We started to go through the clues one by one. Trying to uncover the truth. 
Victim one. Ah, oh, Rosario, god damn it, this one's a sad one. Age 38, 510 on a good day, let's be honest. Crime. Traumatic Peloton experience. God damn it. Another one. I get invited to go to this group, this like group of guys doing Peloton. I'm like, okay, I can hang with them. And then I see their scores. And I'm like, this is so there's something wrong here. This is like a glitch. No one can get that much. <laughs> in 30 minutes. Oh, also I've been doing mostly 20 minute rides and they're like, no, no, no. These competitions are 30 minutes. It's like, Oh, okay, great. So I get on this ride and now I'm like, I got it. I got to perform. I got to, you know, I can't be a total loser. And somewhere on the 20 minute mark, I was like, 10 minutes left. That's 50% of what I just did. I don't know. I might die. And then I, you know, and then I, I did finish and then I told them all, like, this is dangerous. I got two kids. I got, I can't be on this thing pushing myself to heart failure. <laughs> and and so then I, I said, I have to take a step back and reassess, you know, my life here. I kind of feel bad for him, but what was he expecting? You know, at a certain age, you got to start lowering your expectations for what your body can do. I love I love when you start, you know. I love when you start with that. It just means that you're about to say something negative. As usual, Dr. Negative. This man almost died on a Peloton. First of all, he probably took out some credit card loan just to buy that piece of shit. I don't know if we're getting any close to the hit. Can we, can we, can we get to the next victim to see what's up? Because we just, your, your lack of empathy with all these people we're dealing with is sort of uh, uh, blocking and obstructing my ability to connect with the crime. Okay, let's move on. Victim number two, age 41, height five foot two. Crime, overstimulation of senses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even need to hear this one, but we gotta hear. I'm so much more sensitive to like rich textures, even something like a simple piece of chocolate, even like one beer. Um, I just noticed that like I can't really kind of uh, absorb or engage with things in a way that I that I used to. I'm amazed sometimes that if I go, you know, a couple of days without having anything sweet and then I even have, you know, a piece of chocolate and it's really like the most artisanal, high quality, organic, whatever chocolate, I'm like, you know, I might wake up the next day or in the middle of the night and be like, man, that was such a rich meal. Like it does sort of just blow my mind um, how much more sensitive I am to, to, to certain things. Oh, this one, this one, this one hit home. This was deep. It reminded me of my addiction to sugary children's cereal. If I may. Okay, that's always nice. I love how you. Thank you. You're actually laughing. You're not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Go this ahead, is why go we ahead. never saw. This is why we never solve any cases. I actually don't mind this one because there's a recognition of the limits. She's not trying to push herself too much. She draws a line. It's like carbon monoxide. It's like carbon monoxide poisoning. This is like a silent crime. This reminds me of my Colombian marching powder days in the 80s, if I may. No, not the time. No, no, not the time. No. I'm gonna take my badge off. Then I'm gonna talk about. Things. I feel like we're veering off. I feel like we gotta get to our last, our last crime. This is why I bought so much yarn, just so I could go off on tangents. Doing the yarn. Our third victim. I'm not even getting into it. Victim number three, age 39, six one. This person actually gave his actual height. That's very nice. Uncooperative nether regions. That's ah, the I feel like this is your kind of segment, JJ. This is. This is my segment. I'm not going to shy away from this. 
I haven't really peed totally normally in about definitely since Obama was president. I remember I once went to the doctor and I said, you know, I'm having a little bit of like dribbling, like there's some like, you know, dribbling going on after. I, and he's like, you just have to kind of give it a shake. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I give it a shake. I learned how to pee when I was in a urinal when I was like, you know, 10. And my dad was like, this is how it works. You pee, you give it a shake, you put it back in. Now the pee, the shake, the put it back in is just not actually completely solving this problem anymore. When I would go to friends' houses for sleepovers, sometimes the dads would like come down and they'd be like wearing like underwear for some reason. Like they wouldn't be completely dressed like in the morning or something. And they'd have like a little bit of urine on the underwear, I would notice. And like, now I know what that is about. Like now I'm like, oh, they, they can't completely actually empty their bladder into the toilet bowl anymore. I really thought that story was going a different direction when he talks about the old man coming down the stairs with the stain on his pants. I know. Right? I, th I thought God. we had a different crime on our hands. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. Touch he was and go. Like, Touch and go. Old man just pissing on himself. If you're out there, any man, and maybe woman, this is interesting. Do women have that too? Women get a little leakage like the I mean, men? Typically, it has to do with childbirth. It is yet another joy that only women can fully appreciate. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Really? It's you didn't know that? That there was a little bit of leakage because of childbirth? Yeah. At least, at least the woman's done something magical and yes. timeless and partaking in a miracle. The man just Good. one day opens the door and it's like, hey, you're going to start leaking. This is where it starts. <laughs> and guess what, sir? This never stops. And you and know what the price was for this? Nothing. You didn't bring a child into the world. You didn't do anything. You were late on your last credit card payment. And now your dick is leaking. It wasn't long before we realized, as I'm sure you all have by now, that without expert advice, we weren't really going to get anywhere. We saw the patterns between the crimes, and all the victims were in and around their 40s, but we couldn't figure out the motive. So to crack the case, we turned to our unquestionably honest expert, Doc. He was a gastroenterologist. Gastroen gastroenterologist? How do you say that? Anyway, he was a gastro doctor for a long time. So if we were going to get facts, start somewhere, it was going to be with him. Dr. Kaplan. Mm-hmm. People who get near their 40s, how is their digestive tract changing? What's going on? What happens to us inside why we can't do it anymore? Does an old car? Why is it? What happens? I think one of the, the ground rules of this interview is is for you not to ask questions like that statements like why does that have to be or how can that be no those, those just <laughs> that ain't gonna happen you just have to take okay. what i say as gospel <laughs> you heard that right it didn't start off well i mean that was obvious but we got back on track as you get older, things don't work as well, okay? 
I mean, you don't run as fast. You don't think as fast. There's a lot of things that just don't work as well. The hardest thing for your body to digest are fats. They just are. Takes a lot of enzymes from your pancreas to break down fat. In a way, Doc helped me realize that in fact, we are working with the machine, our bodies, whose parts are starting to wear down. We're not kids anymore. And that perceived invincibility, that S on our chest or that we thought we had, it's starting to wear off, or it's already worn off. But what do we do? What action can we take when around every corner it seems like we're bumping into kryptonite? Not surprisingly, Doc hit me with more simple ideas, simple principles, things like changing our relationship with water, and even using gravity to our favor for digestion. The water is, that's a good point, okay? But the water should be limited between meals, not with the meal. In order to chew food, especially as you get older, a lot of us, our salivary glands aren't as, don't work as good. And uh, you should take sips of water with your food to help chew it and swallow it. You know, people that, that drink like two glasses of water or half a dozen beers, I mean, you're just filling your stomach up with liquid. And, you know, it's just, it's just not healthy. It, uh, uh, you overfill your stomach, you get heartburn, you regurgitation. It's a complex system. It's a complex system. It's very system. hard. It took, me, it took me at least a month or two to get the whole thing figured out. The rest of it, the rest of the <laughs> four, four years was pretty much a waste of time. Your digestive system works better when you're active. I don't mean running around the block. I mean upright. Okay. Just standard because your, your stomach has an opening at the top where the esophagus goes into the stomach and it has an opening at the bottom called the duodenum or the pylorus where the food that has been ground up uh, to some degree and turned into, um, you know, a, uh, uh, a mush kind of situation. And uh, it is slowly then passed into the small intestine where the finishing touches of absorption and uh, getting liquid out and that sort of thing. Um, and the system works much better when you're upright because you got gravity helping you because you got gravity helping you. Now, you might have noticed when you were young, you could eat a pizza at eight or nine o'clock or something like that, or, or a pretty heavy meal as is fashionable. Italy, like Italy, you know how it is. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like European cities, they like to eat 10 o'clock at night. That's the worst. Okay. It's the worst. <laughs> well, why, why, is long, why is longevity so high where the people eat late at night and crushing their system, laying down with a bull, full belly of pasta, but people seem healthy? Or yeah, that's, a, that's a, a fiction. Who says they're healthy? I don't know. You always hear those reports saying Europeans' longevity. What kind of scientific statement is that? It's not a scientific statement. It's an yeah, idiot. It's a, what you're saying makes no sense. <laughs> okay. No, what I am talking about is not unhealthy. I'm talking about for proper digestion for you to feel better. We all just want to feel better. And that's why when our bodies seem to start to break down around or before or after 40, it feels like a betrayal. 
but we just want to fix it so bad, so bad that we overlook two important simple factors that Doc reminded me of. What what is what's the secret? As a last question, you have stayed so healthy, to my knowledge. Yes. Oh, okay. No secret. Like eighty percent luck, and your genetic makeup. You know, the flaws that you were born with just get worse when you get older. Between the points where he was, you know, berating you, it was actually pretty interesting. He talked about acceptance. He talked about it's a lot genetics. That's simple. That's easy to understand. That makes sense. Yeah, it really hit home when he he laid it out. You are who you are genetically, the things you came into this world with. You you are a reflection of your habits, and you're just going to try to comply and follow some rules and accept certain realities. All the genetic stuff, it, it made me think of you, Julian. That's why almost 40s makes a lot of sense because when I turned 35, 36, uh, I started having a bunch of stomach problems. And after a lot of searching, they determined that I had autoimmune atrophic gastritis. That's cool. basically just where the lining of the stomach has been inflamed for a long time and it can become... Uh, problematic, but it can be because of bacterial infection, or in certain situations, it can be because of um, an autoimmune antibody problem. It ends up causing a lot of issues in terms of lack of certain nutrients, vitamins, B12, and long-term, it can have some negative impacts, but you can deal with it in terms of changing the way you eat, taking certain medicines, enzymes that help you break down food, and that's what I do. And also, because of the mind-stomach connection, there's, there's a high correlation to stress. So I've had to adapt I see it like a triangle, you know, stress at one corner, uh, the organic reality that I have an autoimmune uh, problem on the other corner. And then the third corner is how I eat and my habits. I've accepted it. I haven't rolled over to it. This isn't a death sentence or anything like that. I adapt to it, a change. Yeah, I guess that betrayal is something I've accepted without realizing it. Oh, yeah. A lot of us deal with, in our own ways, different health issues, you know, maybe not to the extreme that, that, that you're dealing with it, but there's, there's modes of, and a range of acceptance that we have come to. It sounds like you have worked through it and you've accepted that this is your reality. Maybe a lot of us have to accept it and deal with it. Like Doc says, comply to the standard of health and nutrition, et cetera, et cetera. But we kind of... You know, I look at you, right? Always eating French pastries. Yeah. And uh, what else? Not brushing your teeth enough. And hey, hey like now. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> we're, we're, we find ourselves on a spectrum, right? We're, that's not on the script, I'll is it? I'll give you the spectrum. Yes, there is a spectrum. I don't think not brushing your teeth is on that spectrum. But, I mean, you're right. So there's people like you, you've, you're good, you comply, you have moderation. Most of us, though, I'm going to put myself in this camp, we mm-hmm. oscillate between moderation, acceptance, and anxiety. Like half of the medical field for people between probably 35 and 50 is just a reassurance mechanism to let them know that nothing is wrong and this is just in your head. It's a little anxiety. It's a little indigestion. There's another group. I don't think we're talking about the people who are sort of the new age 
called the Moon and Star Children that are really looking for alternative truths. The Western values that we were told were going to lead to career and love and you know whatever the comp whatever the whatever contentment we were looking for, you realize okay, well that didn't work. So what else is out there? And you start to get witchy. So I'm going to directly point this at you. Because I know you've got some stones in your house, girl. I know you got some gems and some rocks. And uh, uh, okay, okay. Don't make me say it. I want you to say it, or I'm going to say it. I no. I very much regret showing you these. I do have a table full of crystals. Call them Keep crystals. Going. You can call them stones. Mm, I like crystals. There's a part of that which I do believe ground. It some of it is grounded in science. What part? There's parts, there are parts that are kind of science. <laughs> and sorry, they, remind you, they remind you that before science was science, people thought it was witchcraft. I do recognize, understand some of it is my desire, as John put it, you know, my, there's, we've gone through the years and stuff hasn't worked. It's my desire to try something different. Part of it might be, you know, scientifically proven someday. So I'm getting ahead of the curve. Do you believe in astrology, Rosario Menino, who graduated from the University of Chicago <laughs> in the early 2000s? Describe. What do you mean by believe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling Roy <laughs> Security. There's a witch out of here. It's interesting, right? Because there's this overlap. There's this Venn diagram of the people who will eat the probiotics, do all of the like Whole30 kind of specialty diets, and also believe that the month and year time you were born determines your personality and your potential love compatibility. Like. That is, why is there that overlap? One does seem scientific, the other seems pretty out there. But I guess the combo, maybe the overlap is that they're almost 40. I don't know. The other thing this has got me thinking is, you know, we interviewed several other people, but in reality, you're, you're the star witness. You are the linchpin of the crime. Twisted. This is better than Netflix. The cop. The yeah. cop himself is the victim and he doesn't even know it the whole time. And the thing that... Ah! We got all this yard for nothing. Got all this yard for nothing. Why are you asking me all these questions? Are you are you gonna write a book or some shit? No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, okay. I'm gonna I mean, so here's Julian, you you got some kind of a uh, you got some kind of agenda going on here? I do. Yes. Are you taping it? I'm taping. You taping it? I'm taping this. Yeah, I told you this at the beginning. <laughs> I said you taping this whole thing. I'm taping. I'm not. Gonna, who are you going to show this thing? <laughs> Just listen to a second. I'm not going to show anything. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I got to have a release on this. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> you will. 
I will. <laughs> You're going to Here's the thing. You know, I don't want you to put this on as some kind of comedy show and then be making a lot of money off of it.